Hey, amazing parents of teenagers, happy, happy new year. Uh, today, I think we should share on some mistakes to avoid in parenting our teenagers in 2020. I know a lot of times um, we have done things in the past that we were not um, very proud of. We're not, we're not embarrassed to say we've made mistakes. It's, it's all about um, acknowledging the mistakes, apologizing for the mistakes and moving on. And we're human beings. And, and that's what I, that's what I always, always, um, um, I won't say preach about, but talk about. We, we are human beings and we do make mistakes. But here are five mistakes that I've kind of noted down that we should try and avoid when parenting our teens in this year and beyond. And the five of them, I'm going to start with number one, trying to be perfect parents. We really don't need to be perfect parents. Actually, there, there's nothing like a perfect parent. So a lot of times when we're trying to aim for perfection, we end up ruining the relationship. We end up making lots of more mistakes. Um, we end up losing out on communication, on connection, um, just because we're trying to be perfect. So it's important for us to remember in 2020 and going going forward that there's nothing like a perfect parent. So don't aim to be perfect. Don't stress out. Don't get frustrated um, just because you're aiming to be a perfect parent. Okay. All right. Number two, having too many rules to live by. Um, sometimes I think some parents think that the more rules they have, the more control that they have. Sometimes when your children are choked up with too many rules, it really spoils the fun out of the relationship. I'm not saying don't have any rules at all. I'm just saying don't have too many rules. You know, the kind of rules that you even make up as the, as, as the days go by. Um, so try and avoid having too many rules. It doesn't, it doesn't pay off at the, at the end at all. Okay. Number three mistake is yelling more than talking calmly. Um, this yelling um, um, issue in our in our parenting relationships has been going on for years. It's been going on for years, and I think this is we are in this generation. We are um, part of a generation that is going to actually try and stop the yelling, try and reduce the yelling, try and avoid the yelling. Because at the end of the day, yelling doesn't pay off at all. Um, you can get your kids to do something in the short term, but the long-term effect of yelling is not worth it. Um, so this year going and going forward, let's, let's start to cut that down. Let's start to be more conscious. Is this yelling paying off? If it's not paying off, then why, why bother with yelling? There must be other ways. Our, a lot of times parents say, but if you don't yell at them, then they don't do what you're saying them to do. They've just gotten used to the yelling. That's, that's really what it's about. So now let's turn the table around and get them to get used to not yelling, get them to get used to the talking calmly. Okay. So that's one thing. And I think we'll definitely be covering more, um, on the yelling, um, um, issue. We will definitely be covering more um, this year because that is one area that I'm very, very um, um, passionate about as well. Okay. All right. Number four, being inflexible with routines. A lot of times routines are very, very great. Routines are there to keep, to put a structure in place. Routines are there to, to guide the family. You know, everyone knows, okay, it's time for this. This is going to be that. This is when we do this. This is how we do this. So routines are great. But Routines should be, we should be flexible with our routines, especially as our teenagers are getting older and older. There's no need, there's no use, or it doesn't pay off when we stick to routines that we, we've carried over since they were 
babies or since they were kids there's some routines that need to change up you know like bedtime for example i'm not going to expect a 16 year old to be going to bed at 8 p.m um just like they were going to bed at 8 p.m when they were 10 or 11 um we should be flexible learn to be flexible and to be honest when you're being more flexible in these routines your teenagers are seeing that oh okay that means i need to be more responsible it really connects their their growth with with their being with them being responsible when you're very inflexible with their routines you're still treating them like children and of course they're going to they're going to keep acting like children but if you want your teenagers to start acting mature start being a bit inflexible start 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 loosening the routines a little bit start loosening them up a little bit and you will see your children your teenagers start kind of going up to that level of responsibility that you desire them for them to go okay so the third the fifth um mistake is comparing your teens to others. I think that's another area where I'm very, very um, passionate about. I just don't like the fact that parents compare their teens to other people, even their siblings. It's, it's, I, I hated it as a kid. I, I hated it as a teenager. Um, and I, I probably that's why I've got a very, a very big passion um, um, for really speaking against it. Um, comparing your teens to their siblings, to their friends, to their cousins, um, it doesn't really pay off. It really rubs off on their self-confidence, on their self-esteem. Um, it, it really shows them that you, you don't really um, think about them, that you don't really care about them. Rather than comparing, I always say this to parents, rather than comparing your teens um, to others, what you should do is pick up those traits that you love about others and talk about it at home. So even when you're talking about it, you're not referring, you're not saying, oh, and Tom knows how to do this. So why don't you do this? No, just talk about those traits that you admire about Tom. Oh, wow. Yes. You know, we love, you know, you know, passionate, passionate kids that speak, that speak up, you know, oh, when you speak up, you gain a lot. So instead of you saying, why don't you speak up like Tom? You say things like, you know what? Kids that speak up get recognized. Kids that speak up get remembered, you know, they're remembered, you know, kids that speak up are chosen, you know, give advantages of those traits that you love about Tom rather than saying, oh, Tom does this. Why can't you do this? There are ways like that. And we'll be talking more um, about about these. And um, that's kind of what I wanted to talk about um, in this episode uh, today. What I would also love, guys, is any topics that you know that you really want us to tackle and talk about um, in this podcast, please do share. Um, send us, um, in, you know, we've got uh, email, send us um, an email or get in touch with us in our, on our social media platforms. It's really important that I want to, this year, I really want to deal with questions and really want to talk about um, areas that you are, uh, you want us to talk about is, is really important for that. So these are the five mistakes to avoid in 2020 and beyond. Number one, trying to be perfect parents. Number two, having too many rules to live by. Number three, yelling more than talking calmly. Number four, being inflexible with routines. And number five, comparing your teens to others. I hope that you have gotten a lot out of this. Um, I'm very, very, um, I'm very passionate about talking about, you know, just parenting teenagers as a whole. I think you can, you could already tell from every time that I, I come out here to speak. Um, very, very passionate about it. And the, the good thing about it, the, the, what I find very interesting about, um, what I share with, with all of you is that 
I'm, I'm currently in the process. So it's not as if, oh, I haven't parented teenagers before. I'm currently in the process. I've got a 19 year old. I've got a 16 year old and I've also got a 13 year old. So I'm still in that journey for a long, long time. And also the fact that I talk to teenagers, I coach teenagers, I mentor teenagers. Um, it really gives me that, um, advantage and gives me that urge, um, in which I can definitely confidently talk about better ways of parenting teenagers and what today's teenagers are expecting and what today's teenagers are, are thinking about. So we've got a whole, um, we've got, we've got lots of content to share with you, um, this year and, and going forward. And I'm very, very excited about it. Okay. All right, guys, we'll talk to you soon in the next episode of Parenting Teens Podcasts. Take care, guys. Bye.